So there's a story you can read in the book of 2 Samuel about a beautiful woman who's absolutely a victim of power. That, that she's spotted by the king who commands her to come to him. She has no ability to resist that. She can't deny that call. And so she comes to the palace. He sleeps with her and she ends up pregnant. When that comes out, he actually tries to play things off like it wasn't him when that's not working. He has her husband killed and then brings her in as his wife. And so she's not just a rape victim. She's now effectively a prisoner of her abuser. And everybody else is praising this man for like taking her in, this poor widow. But she knows what really happened. And then even later, when her son dies very young, the king just comes and sleeps with her again, gets her pregnant again to have another baby. There's another story in the same book about an equally beautiful woman who manipulates her way into power. She starts from nothing, but she's very beautiful and catches the king's eye. She seduces him, sleeps with the king, gets herself pregnant, and is able to leverage that pregnancy to blackmail the king to the point that she eventually ends up married to the king, she becomes the queen mother, and it's her son who is the next king. The problem with these two stories is that they're both the same story. The king is David, the woman is Bathsheba. All we really know about her is that she's beautiful, and we can infer that she has a pretty good reputation, because when David did get her pregnant, like, he knew he had to cover it up. So that means that people weren't just going to assume that she was running around on her husband while he was off at war. That's literally all we know about her. We don't know how she felt about any step of this. We don't know what her perspective was on it. We just know the things that actually happened. And that's a really important thing to realize because it's very, very easy to read motives into a story, to read motives into a character when it's not expressly spelled out for us. It's pretty rare that the Bible actually tells us why a person did what they did. Most of the time we get, this is what happened. And we might get, this is what they said, but I mean, we all know that you can say specific words and mean different things. You can say it and not mean it. You can say it to try to make yourself look good. You can say it and be completely genuine. I mean, this is why in our day and age, we know that it's real easy to have miscommunication via text. That's why text messaging can be dangerous because there's no tone of voice. There's no expression. You don't have facial expressions and body language. And we don't have that stuff in the Bible either. And it's so easy for us to decide what it means. To decide what this person was doing and why they were doing what they were doing. And when you make that kind of a judgment call, as soon as you put that label on them, then you see the rest of the story through that lens. And this is why, well, this is one of the reasons why I'm very cautious about just accepting what some so-called expert says. Oh, the, the pastor told the story this way, so that's what it is. Eh, maybe. And, like, you need to actually 
look at this stuff and be careful to see what the Bible does say and what the Bible doesn't say. And when, when things are in kind of a gray area, when it's ambiguous and we don't really know, that's when the Holy Spirit comes into play. God can speak for himself. And if you ask him and if you will let him, he can show you what he wants you to see in this. And that might actually be a different thing than what I see in it, which is also why you can't just listen to what I say. You need to read the Bible for yourself and let God speak to you himself. That's the whole point. That's, that's the only way any of this works.